Welcome to The Student Sums It Up. I'm Maggie McNamara. And I'm Olivia Giger. And every Wednesday, we'll give you the lowdown on Amherst College's latest news. This week, we take a look at the college's announcement to require everyone on campus be vaccinated next fall. We debrief a virtual visit from Moderna president and Amherst alum, and we preview the pathway towards a normal next semester, where all classes will return to in-person teaching. It's Wednesday, April 28th. We start with the news of the college's vaccine distribution. As they have secured a number of vaccines, they'll be able to help vaccinate the remainder of students on campus who have not yet received the first dose of their vaccine. Sophie Wolmer brings that story to us today with some more details about how that distribution process is going. Hey, Sophie, what can you tell us about the college's plan to get students vaccinated on campus? Hi, Olivia. Thanks for having me back. The college is going to require all students to be vaccinated against COVID-19 before they have to return for the fall 2021 semester. And the president's office announced this to all students, staff, and faculty on Friday, April 23rd. They basically just sent an email saying students will have to request to get a medical or religious exemption and they're also going to have to submit confirmation of that vaccine and the information concerning that will come out in the upcoming weeks. President Biddy Martin also said that the college is really hopeful that we're going to be returning to pre-pandemic date that the college is going to be rolling back some of its safety measures that have been used in the spring. So, of course, a piece of that too is the process of helping the students who are on campus receive their vaccine this spring. So what have you learned about that process of receiving the vaccines from Pfizer and how students will be able to get them? So we wrote a little bit about this last week and some other articles about how students are obtaining vaccine at off-campus locations. I think the idea is that in the fall, a similar thing will go on and that the college, for any students that are unable to obtain the vaccine before they arrive, they're going to seek out vaccination centers in the Amherst area. The college just plans to direct unvaccinated students to vaccination locations in the surrounding area. So that everyone will be fully two weeks past their last vaccination when they arrive to campus in the fall? Yeah, I think that that's definitely the idea. I mean, as of now, 55% of the on-campus students and 64% of faculty and staff who are authorized to work on campus are already vaccinated. So I think that those numbers are pretty hopeful in terms of the number of people who will be vaccinated when we return in the fall. So I anticipate that those who will need to get the vaccine at off-campus locations, it'll be very few, if any. What is the discussion surrounding this on the receiving end? Are students responding favorably? to it? Are they willing to get the vaccine in order to return to campus? Or are you finding that some students are hesitant or skeptical to get the vaccine? I didn't really reach out to students for this article, but in terms of last week's article where we were just talking about vaccination in general and students going off campus, I think pretty much all of the students that I spoke to were excited to get the vaccine and were looking to develop herd immunity so that things go back to normal. I think the main concern regarding vaccines was in terms of the rollout and whether or not they should be taking vaccinations potentially away from healthcare workers or people who should have priority. But now that everybody is available, everyone can get the vaccine. I think those concerns have been done away with. So for the large part, everyone is looking forward to getting back to normal and getting the vaccine. And so today will be the first day that uh, students will be able to get vaccinated in on campus, I believe. So we'll keep our eyes and ears out for reporting on how that goes and how that might predict what's to come in the next few weeks. Thanks so much, Sophie.
staying in the realm of vaccines, we recently had the president of Moderna come and speak students over Zoom. Hi, Zach, can you tell us how that went? Sure. So on April 23rd, president of Moderna, Stephen Hogue, who is a alumnus of the college, he was class of 98. He visited over Zoom and basically described his journey through STEM. Of course, the, he, he attended the event series called Stories in STEM, which is exactly what it sounds like. He described how in high school he was fascinated that, that science could teach you everything that you would like to know about, about the world. And it was in college when he took a psychopharmacology, a history of science, and a neuroscience course where he started to learn how, the sci how science could explain what you don't know. And so that's how he became involved in STEM. During the talk, he described his path from Amherst to medical school at UCSF on the West Coast, to his residency in New York City, and then how he became a partner at McKinsey, and then finally how he became a president of Moderna, which of course is well known right now for its mass production of COVID-19 vaccines. Moderna has recently been in the news because of vaccination. What is Moderna besides a vaccine distributor? So Moderna is a biotech firm. It's Cambridge-based, so it's just outside of Boston. And its business model is how it can use mRNA technology to do science stuff, to cure diseases, to treat illnesses, to prevent syndromes. All of that can, has potential in mRNA injections and vaccinations like the COVID-19 vaccine. During the talk, he said that he didn't have faith in, his com in the company when he joined. And he was mildly surprised when a virus like COVID-19, COVID-19 came to light because they had the resources available to produce a vaccine on a mass scale. What I will say is that following the talk, um, some students took issue with how Moderna has chosen to distribute the vaccine. And I, I think that their anger may not be directed at Moderna, but really just at the vaccination process in general, and how when Dr. Hogue was talking about vaccine distribution, he was mostly talking about distribution inside the United States and not the rest of the world. What was the student's response to the talk? So Audrey Rosevere said, quote, he said Moderna is trying to save the world, but it seemed like his conception of the world is very small. In the response to my question, he, who was Hogue, said that Moderna had set up distribution sites in other countries, but these were mainly all European countries who could afford the cost. Thanks. So now as we transition from vaccines to talking about next semester, we have Lindley here to tell us a little bit about registration for the fall. Lynn, what does registration for the fall look like? It pretty much looks like any other semester, students are meeting with their advisors this week and then pre-registering next week. The main change from this year is that the registrar's office recently announced that students will be required to take four courses a semester again instead of the three that they allowed during the 2020 to 2021 school year. How did taking three courses affect graduation requirements? 
Aligning with the reduction in the number of courses required per semester, the college also required the number of courses required for graduation for students who were enrolled in the 2020 to 2021 school year. So they reduced the minimum number of courses required to graduate from 31 to 30 this like their official declaration that like okay pandemic is over and the stress associated with it is over or that students are just so used to the stress of the pandemic that now they should be able to handle four classes I'd be curious to hear what the the justification behind this decision is and what that signals from the administration side I believe that the motivation for the decision is the expectation that by the fall semester with students all vaccinated, the college should be able to return to an in-person learning environment akin to the one we've had pre-pandemic. What were the student reactions to this change by the registrar's office? Students did mention that they think the shift might be a bit sudden due to lingering stressors and effects of the pandemic in the fall semester. One student did say that for course requirement because it pushes them to explore subject areas beyond just their major courses. But overall, students are a little wary of like such a sudden return to the four course requirement. And what does this mean for the J-term that was newly implemented this past year? So according to the registrar, the college is committed to offering courses again in January of 2022 as an optional term. It is not certain yet whether these courses will be offered remotely or in person, but the registrar did say that departments have so far chosen to offer less courses next January than they did this past January. Thank you so much, Lynn, for speaking with me today. Thank you. That's it for this week. Thanks for bearing with us on our two-week hiatus there, but we'll be back in your feeds for our episode next week. See you then. Special thanks to the team at The Student, including Becca Pachotto, Maggie McNamara, Zach Jonas, Sophie Wolmer, and Lynn Lee. I'm Olivia Giger. This has been an Amherst Student Production.